When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Fastford. Come right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. I'm trying to think of so many different ways to showcase that five stars right there for you. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, Lakerholics.com, and of course the great folks at the Hoop Heads Podcast Network who help support this show and bring it out there to a whole bunch of people, including all their other great NBA shows. And if you can support them, it is sincerely appreciated. Well, the Lakers, we talked about this on the last episode. We were wondering if they flew into Miami, if everything was going to be okay and they were actually going to go ahead and come into the hotel and get some rest and get some practice or if they would be hitting the beach or the clubs when they're time in Miami. And in the first quarter, it looked like they were hitting the clubs the previous night because my gosh, they got off to an absolutely terrible start on both ends of the floor, the offense and the defense, nothing was working at all. And the Miami heat we're doing an outstanding job of being able to distribute the ball both on the inside for several layups and dunks by both Bam Adebayo and also as well Dwayne Dedman. And then on the outside, Jimmy Butler was distributing it to the great shooters that they have outside like Duncan Robinson for who is hitting three after three after three. So it was not a great start for the Lakers as they got off to, a, again, a 39-25 to 25 first quarter that they were down and – even in the first half, they were down by as many as 25, 26 points. The third quarter didn't look like it was going to be anything more promising because basically they couldn't get the offense going. They got their defense kind of right because they only allowed Miami 20 points in the third quarter, but their offense couldn't get going as they only scored 18. So it looked like it was going to be a game where Miami was going to put in the cruise control. On the whole, the Lakers decided after all this time they kind of shook off the cobwebs, maybe the hangover from being at the clubs, maybe that kind of ended because in the fourth quarter, it was a mad, mad comeback that gave fans hope, gave the Lakers fans hope that they might actually pull it out. 
might actually squeeze it out because it, it looked like it was down to four. The Lakers had the ball and the chance to go ahead and really make some noise happen. But unfortunately, in the last 40 seconds, the Lakers found every which way they could to lose the game. Just basically a poor turnover. Avery Bradley just made a terrible mistake and a absolutely horrid THT out-of-bounds pass to give the Miami Heat an easy layup. And the team, again, worked so hard and worked so well in the fourth quarter only to fall short as the Lakers fall to the Miami Heat in a game which I think a lot of people on the Lakers fans out there probably tuned out by the fourth quarter, but they came back strong only to lose 113 to 107. And here today to talk about the game are two great guys indeed. You got the chance to see him, one of our longtime Lakers fast break guests from the early days. He came back for Orlando. Now he's back in for another part of the Florida trip. It is a good man indeed. You got to go and check out what he does for us at the Pop Culture Cosmos, talking all the things pop culture, including on Monday's show for the Pop Culture Cosmos, part two of our conversation with Activision and Blizzard getting bought out by Microsoft. It is Tremaine J. Well, it's only $68.7 billion. That's all. You know, you've got that lying around in in between your couch. I do. I do. As a matter of fact, uh, you can see my favorite full. Yeah, crypto money. Yes, yes. Well, (laughs) crypto went down over the past week, so it could be crypto money. But it is TJ Johnson. TJ, good to have you here, my friend. Thank you. Good to be (laughs) back, All I can say is, Laker fans are frustrated because however well that they played in the fourth quarter, I'm sure everybody who was still actually watching was saying to themselves, why couldn't they play that way through the rest of the game? Well, you know, when you when you as a collective team are shooting under 30% from the three-point line, but you're allowing the other team to shoot almost 50% from the three-point line, that kind of tells a bit of a tale. Uh, the Lakers were 11 and that's what of 40. Happened. Basically down yeah. the stretch in that last 40 seconds, not only did they not yeah. execute on the offensive end, again, yeah. like I talked about with THT and Avery Bradley, they gave up two three-pointers. Yep. Yeah. 15 to 33 from the uh, from the three-point line for Miami. I mean, that's that's a staggering statistic in itself. That's four more threes than Lakers. That's an additional 12 points. The Lakers lost by six. I mean, oh, my God. Ugh. I feel like we just <laughs> talked about this. You have to understand. I'm going to be honest with everybody out there. TJ (laughs) has been hesitant to come back on in recent days simply because he's been so frustrated with the team like so many other Lakers fans, and I truly appreciate him coming on. But you can see it in his face right now if you're watching on on, I have. The problem that I'm having, Gerald and uh, Jamie, it's good to meet you, but I've always heard the stuff that you've been doing with G, so that's awesome. Thank you. The frustration that I have as a Lakers fan is this. You have this talent and LeBron James, right, who at 37 years of age is completely dominating the game. It, it is astronomical and it is asinine the amount of work, the amount of load that this guy has at 37 years of age going into his 19th season in the NBA playing for this Los Angeles Lakers team. Your best player is a 37-year-old who doesn't know if he wants to be a power forward, a small forward, <laughs> a center. It really kind of depends on whichever day you catch him. But that's it's great for fantasy player. leagues, though. I oh will yeah, tell you fantasy that leagues are loving him absolutely because he's just you can't decide on what position to put him. You put him wherever he's got to go for it. Doesn't change the fact that at 37 years of age, this is your best player. Your no. best player at 37. They're the only position he much. actually isn't in is is shooting guard for fantasy leagues out there. I'll just say that. So that? he can slot. He can so slot, can slot in him anywhere. wherever. Anywhere but that. But the fact that we have this guy at 37 years of age leading this team the way he's leading him and doing everything he's doing, we 
as a team don't deserve him because he's doing way more than he should be doing, way more than he should be doing. You've got these players. I mean, we talked about it in the uh, the Orlando game, right? We talked about how many of those players had double-digit games. You had four players in double digits this game, but they were not good double digits. I mean, you had Carmelo, who barely broke it at 11. You had Avery Bradley, uh, Avery Bradley. Bradley at 15. You had, not Rondo, Russell, I'm sorry. You're looking Westbrook. at Russell Westbrook at 24 points. So you've got some players that are producing. LeBron, 33 points yet, yet again, 11 rebounds, four assists doing exactly what LeBron does. However, he did shoot one of eight from deep. So he was putting up a lot of lazy shots and he was kind of maybe had a bit of a hangover. Maybe he hung out and, and, and part of them, like you said, uh, considering the fact that he was a Miami Heat, maybe he had a little fun with those guys. But it doesn't change the fact that as as a Lakers franchise, right, this is, this is as frustrating as it gets because we are not two years removed from winning a championship. Not two years removed. And truth be told, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. People are already considering that championship as an asterisk championship. They're not considering it a real championship. Now, we know that, you know, it doesn't change the fact that a banner goes up, they get another trophy, but it, it was already not a legitimate championship in a lot of NBA players and a lot of NBA pundits' eyes because of the situation, the circumstance that it was won under. With that being said, we are a year and a half removed from that, and we are still basically the same team, and we are kind of showing that maybe, just maybe, it wasn't legitimate. And I don't take that. I don't say that lightly because I understand that it was. Well, a I mean, you're talking outside of two players, though, one of which is not in the lineup, but could soon be back to the lineup. And I will talk about that here in a few minutes. It is basically a fundamentally changed team because there's so many different players now that were not there in that championship season. Mm-hmm. So this player that you're you're talking about let's let's talk about this player that you're about to allude to right this yeah anthony, anthony davis, davis. he was how questionable many, how many seasons now has anthony davis been in the league anybody anybody, anybody? eight or nine i believe yeah, yeah. eight or nine okay let's let's throw it out there let's let's say nine let's give him the benefit of a, a nine year how many full seasons has he played <laughs> one that's or two. a yeah, one, that's a bigger that's a bigger question full season in the nba i so don't know if he's ever up for 82 either i don't know that he's ever gone well, even 75 games let's put this 75 is my games point. this okay. is my point this guy has been injury prone since he's gotten here we can't count on him to play a consistent season every year because he has not played a consistent season every year he hasn't played a well, consistent i do want to update lakers fans here real quick then if i may tj that yeah, absolutely. He, saturday we talked about what news could come out saturday in between the games and mm-hmm. what news came out is that he was going to be listed as questionable which means mm-hmm. he could he was a game time decision which means he's close he's very close unfortunately he did step out today it could have been very useful because Dwayne deadman and Bam Adebayo early on, they destroyed the Lakers inside along with Duncan Robinson out on the perimeter. I think that it would have been a great help. Again, he could be back as early as Tuesday's game as Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So, But you're right. Mm-hmm. His his durability will always be in question. That's why I believe he took the contract that he took what was given oh, yeah. to him outside of choice. taking any <laughs> options. Well, he didn't want any options on it. He yeah. didn't want to get to free agency because yeah. he knows he wants he knows. the steady money there that the Lakers were offering him because of the fact he's so injured. But, you know, great points, my friend. I cannot blame you for being upset. I mean, you waste another LeBron great performance, 11 to 22. Yeah, one of eight from three. But, man, when you have a guy in there that's scoring 33 points for you, yes. 11 rebounds, 
only three turnovers, four assists, but still and he's playing being, forty minutes. He played forty minutes this game. Forty minutes and it completely destroyed the Miami Heat on the inside. Whenever he decided to take the ball to the hole, he was literally doing whatever he could when he was going inside the key. Could not be stopped. For, you know, as long as he was trying to drive it from the outside. Jamie, you were right; he's struggling from there. One of those off games for him, but he was still able to find a way to go ahead and get it done. On his end, he's just not able to lift everybody else like the days that he could before. But it's not. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. He have shouldn't to have to at thirty-seven. I, I should agree. Not have to do it. And the fact and that you got still... a good game from Russell Westbrook today. You got to. Yeah, that's another like. And you yeah, wasted that's, that's that another, performance that's too. Up and down. The problem is, yes, we had another great game from LeBron, and yes, LeBron should not have to. But if you look at who he has on this team. And if you look at the amount of work that he's putting in, he is still elevating this team. He was the yeah. second highest number, uh, second highest number of minutes in the entire game. The only person that played more minutes than him was Duncan Robinson. Yep. On, on, yeah. And he's, and he's 10 he years younger. Like 10 years him. younger. So we've got a 37-year-old who is still holding this team up. Because if you take away those 33 points from LeBron James, Lakers are getting blown out. So you take that into consideration, and we talk about how he's, he, he can't lift the team. He can lift the team. He's still dropping 30 points a game. The problem is you cannot find one NBA player who's been able to drop 30 points a game and completely beat the team by himself. Jordan couldn't do it. Kobe couldn't do it. It's just not, it's not feasible. It's not fair. And it's not fair again, to put that on this 37-year-old NBA player who's in his 19th season. Russell Westbrook, you got a good game from him in this up and down roller coaster year for him. You actually got a good game from him and you wasted that. Just very sad. Just very sad for Lakers fans right now. This is Raphael from NBA Draft and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. If you have a better movie in the can, why is that not the movie that you released in the first place? I would say it's more culturally relevant than The Simpsons and Rick and Morty. Like, it has become a staple of American entertainment. I think Dragon Age 4 is carrying the future of Bioware on its shoulders. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. But once again, we have the Lakers, even with a mad four-quarter charge, couldn't quite get over the hump and end up losing 113-107. Also here today is a great man indeed. you got to go ahead and check out his five things articles, which will be very interesting come tomorrow when he writes about this game at LakerAlex.com. It'll be very interesting. I understand it will not have a great outcome, but at least the bulk (laughs) of it will be very interesting on how we went from one extreme to the next. It is Jamie Sweet. Jamie, great to have you here, my friend. Again, this looked like it was going to be toast and all over from the get-go yeah. because the Lakers looked absolutely awful in that first quarter. Just like getting part- toast. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Partying in Miami. Yeah. They were partying on the beach, on, you know, at the clubs. They were doing something, and the hangover was really evident in that first quarter. Even in that first half, they just, again, were down multiple times by 24, 25 points. And then finally, after a third quarter lull, when both teams, I think, felt like they were both having hangovers with only a 20 to 18 third quarter, the Lakers finally came back strong. But it just, to me, what happened with the Lakers just not finding themselves until that fourth quarter? Did they wait until Miami took their foot off the gas? But it, it just... 
it shouldn't have to be that way. It, the, the, the intensity, the the way that the work ethic, the the just the just the way that the Lakers were going about on defense and offense, the sense of urgency was not there until the fourth quarter. No, actually, so full disclosure, I started writing my article in the third quarter. And then as they kept coming back, I just kept thinking, like, it's not going to be enough. Like, they've waited to try hard for far too long in this game. This has been a theme all season. You know, we have a spirited comeback in the fourth quarter where we decide to start playing hard and competing. And everybody's like, well, well, you know, look at that fourth quarter comeback. And it's like, well, that's there's a whole other three quarters of basketball <laughs> that, that needed to be played at a high level or at least at a, even an acceptable level. Yeah. But, you know, as you said, this team chose not to do that. This team chose to come out and play a pretty lackluster three quarters of basketball and then try to turn it on at the end. And, you know, you can't play rope-a-dope in the NBA. You're not going to win playing rope-a-dope. You're not going to lure some team to sleep and they're like, oh, where, where did the Lakers come from? I didn't even see that coming. That doesn't work in – any sport but boxing and not even always in boxing. So, and I don't think that they're actually, you know, trying to rope a dope teams. It's just that this team doesn't show up from large parts of the game. And that's what to me is the most unacceptable thing because you have the resumes on this team are, are epic. You know, you got guys who every game or so are joining this club, passing this mark, doing the, you know, all these things. So for professionals of this level to not, have it within themselves to play hard is wholly unacceptable. It's just wholly unacceptable. And you can't, and from a lot of this criticism, I do LeBron James. Like LeBron's leaving it out there, man. LeBron's leaving it out there. There's no doubt about it. Like at some point, if you're really going to question like three or four or maybe even five of the three point shots LeBron took, like, come on, man. Like the guy's trying, like he's trying to start. I will say, all those 30 plus foot three pointers in this game, n- nobody was hot. So you got to generate a quality shot. When THT shot his 35 footer with like five seconds left to go, I was surprised he ever saw the court again. I would have taken him out of the game and said, That's not you, man. You're, you're the guy who's supposed to be attacking the rim. You're supposed and to unfortunately, be. Unfortunately, his out of bounds play where he threw it straight to a Miami Heat player, <laughs> Caleb Martin, for the, for the easy layup. Just, he, he, yeah. he, evolved. He was one of he, I had a late, I had a list of four Lakers who put up donuts. Towards the end of the game, he scored a basket, so he got off that list. But you know, it's the same with Ariza. Like you know, Ariza, t- talk about a tale of two thirty-seven-year-olds. You got Ariza, who looks like he can barely get out of bed, and you've got LeBron, who's challenging for the MVP. And so, this is this has been my problem with the team from the summer. This has been my problem with the team through training camp. It's been my problem with the team through the whole season is that they don't get up for anyone. They play down to everyone. They don't beat bad teams. They get beat by good teams. And you just, AD's not going to fix that. No no one or two players we can trade for us or make a lateral move or switch Russ for John Wall, which sounds just about like the worst idea anybody could come up with. And the, than- the kicker is, get this, the kicker is on this swap between Wall and Westbrook, they want the Lakers, according to the rumors, right. to give up extra draft picks. And you're right. saying to yourself, okay, I'm going to take a year in salary extra for John Wall, and I have to give up draft picks? Right. What part of no do you understand? 
It's the worst possible. It's the worst deal conceived of. The fact anybody puts any kind of credence or support behind it at all makes me question their sanity. Of course the Houston Rockets are interested in making that kind of trade. <laughs> yeah, I ran out of Spirit Awards about a month ago. So these comebacks are kind of meaningless to me at this point. You know, like you guys both said, had they played with the same intensity they played in the last six to eight minutes of the game for even just half the game, just half, just half of the game. That third quarter. Say nothing of the whole game, like, you know, like Memphis plays. You can almost never accuse Memphis of not showing up. You can almost, you know, all these teams with young guys, they're hungry. uh, And we're getting feasted on by teams who have either an identity, (laughs) which basically it's almost all the teams. if If you have an established identity like the Heat or Golden State, Denver, if you know where you're getting your points, how your points are generated, how, what your defensive coverages are, who's supposed to be doing what, if you have a true identity, you kill us. You just kill us. And if you're a young team that's like, we're going to get up and run, you can do it. We don't have enough defense. LeBron at the center position, I do not think is a great idea. Unfortunately, there isn't a better option right now until AD gets back because he can't protect the paint and he can't box out. And he can't score all the points. Like LeBron cannot do everything. He can't do everything. Yeah. He cannot. There's, he can't. It's, in, he can't. it's in, and and you know, TJ, you're inconceivable. A great point. Say it. Say it. In, inconceivable. <laughs> the fact inconceivable. That, this, the fact that it's the evidently the game plan is to me astounding. You guys are and, gonna make me want to go watch Princess Bride. I'm just gonna. Oh, it's it. on. I believe it's on Netflix <laughs> or Disney. Some streaming. One of them. Somewhere. It's on one of them. It's on one of them. <laughs> The one that I know is on like probably eighty-seven producers' list for a remake, and I hope nobody ever pulls the trigger on it. Like, Please leave it don't. alone. Goodness Walk gracious. away. Walk away. <laughs> Walk away. Please don't ruin that. What which is already great. Remake Jaws. I don't care. Yeah. Make it with a better. That's cool. <laughs> don't tell. Great points by both you guys, but the the road trip does not get any easier because on Tuesday, These guess who the- they walk into? They walk yeah. into Brooklyn. Now, mind you, they will not have Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, but still, we've seen before cases where, like Christmas, where you thought, oh, it's just going to be James Harden who's been struggling and the rest of the players that are there. They've got some guys gone 10 days, things of that nature. Not going to be too much of a problem. And James you saw what happened on Christmas Day with that embarrassment. James so, is not now. James nothing. is back. Yeah. So, Pardon TJ, me. I want to ask you this before we head on out, and then I'll hit you up with Jamie Sweet on this. Brooklyn. Heading into Brooklyn, what needs to change between now and Tuesday? Because right now, I think Frank Vogel is coaching for his job. We talked about this on the the previous show. We talked about how successful we think the Lakers need to be on this road trip. If they're 500 coming back, I think that's going to be a win for Frank Vogel. If they're two or three games under 500 by the time they hit the tarmac in L.A., I think it's all trouble for him. (sighs) Gerald, there's and no you understand easy way. why he has been reluctant to come back on the show. There's no, trust, easy way, there's no easy way to say that he is on a hot seat. His job is on the line, period. Rather, it's 500. He could be plus two. His job is on the line. It does not change the fact that this Lakers team, with this current setup, this current roster, is woefully underperforming. Now, the truth of the matter is rather it's his fault or not, because I don't believe it's his fault. It does not change the fact that this Lakers team is woefully underperforming, rather they're fully staffed or not. Rather you've got you have, and as Jamie put it, just the same way I said it last time, you have professional NBA players. You guys have a job to do. 
day in and day out. I get up every day and I go to work and I work a retail position and I bust my butt and I only make an X amount of dollars. I don't make nearly what they make and they work way less than I do. I guarantee you. Now, granted, they're professional athletes. I get it. I'm not that guy to pretend like, you know, oh, well, you know, they don't do anything. No, you guys are putting on a, on a performance. You guys are putting on a show. I get it. But I need you to show up. I was born and raised in Chicago, Illinois. And the one thing that we do not play in Chicago is you come, you show up, you put your shoes on, you, you tie up your boots, you pull them up and you get to work. That's one of the reasons that they had an issue with Derrick Rose when they did, because they feel like he stopped putting, he stopped putting in the work. So when you stop putting in the work, Chicago spits you out. I'm born and raised in Chicago. I don't play that. You come in, you put your shoes on, you put your heart on, you get to work, man. You're getting paid money to do this. You are getting paid money to play a game. And people out here fighting for their lives every day. They're fighting for their lives. And you're putting on a show. And you mean to tell me that you don't think it's acceptable? You don't think that you need to come in and, and show up and show out every day? Are you kidding me? Do you know how many players, you know how many people we go find on the streets right now who would give their left arm for an opportunity that these guys have every day, every day, and they don't come in here and perform? It's, it's not just disrespectful as a Lakers fan, considering the pedigree that we're talking about. It's not just disrespectful as an NBA fan, considering the fact that there are three teams in the NBA and, and all these teams have players that are supposed to be top athletes in their class. We are talking mm-hmm. about from a simple standpoint of people are working, people are coming out and doing what they have to do every day, putting it out there every day. And these players can't be bothered to do the same thing. Gerald, Jamie is disgusting. It's disgusting and it breaks my heart. It really does. As a Lakers fan, as an NBA fan, as a, as a, as a man, as a grown 37-year-old man, it breaks my heart. These players do not think that it's necessary to show up and show out every day. Say what you want about Kobe Bryant. Say what you want about if he was a ball hog. Say what you want if he took too many shots. Kobe didn't take a game off. Kobe would come out there, broken wrist, perform, and give you everything he's got and leave it on the floor every game. Every game. It did not change. The I fact think that these players. 37 is the magic number for today. You're 37. Trevor Ariza, 37. LeBron James is 37. I think that's the magic number for the day. They almost lost. Well, actually, they lost to Denver earlier this month by 37. By 37. TJ, I think, could outperform Trevor Ariza right now. No lie. Honestly, you know what? Even if I don't outperform, I guarantee you I give you 110% more effort than he did. I guarantee you I give you everything in my body. And the fact that these guys can't be bothered to do the same thing and they're getting paid millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. Are you kidding? Let's get Rob on the phone for you, my friend. No, don't give me a start on Rob. Don't call Rob. Don't call Rob. Yeah, don't give me a start on Rob. Don't give me a start on Rob. Don't uh, don't give us started on Rob. Yeah, that's another hour. But Jamie, (laughs) well, that's actually two. We'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. But Jamie, before we head on out, my friend, it is, again, they go to Brooklyn. They the, This Grammy road trip from hell which by the end of the time that this week happens that we could be calling this, but this road trip, the Grammy trip 
continues on in Brooklyn on Tuesday. Any thoughts on it, what they can do? Again, it'll be James Harden, but we saw the scenario in Los Angeles in December. There's a lot of things I've given up this season in terms of like hope for the team. I gave up the roster making sense once camp hit. Once they picked up DeAndre Jordan, I was like, I don't know what is driving this process. Like, it's unexplainable. You know, it's something that when you, you guys were talking about Kobe Bryant and, and I, TJ, I can't, there's nothing, ex- I can't disagree with anything you said. In fact, like, frankly, I agree 100% with what, what you say about, you know, punch the clock, man. Punch in, put in the work, do the work, punch yes. out. Then you can go party, dude. Go play Sega Genesis or whatever it is the kids are doing these days. <laughs> well, then uh, I do that in Miami, I have a feeling. No, 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 no kid is playing Sega Genesis. They're all, uh, they're all on Xbox uh, 27. But just a bit of a tangent. When I saw that foul that Caruso took the other day, and that he finished the game playing with a fractured wrist. Yep. And he's out, he had surgery and he's out six to eight weeks. And to think that nobody in the front office, to, to think that the Lakers would say like, oh, you know, we, we really respect the mama mentality. We have the, the spirit of Kobe Bryant. That is the biggest pile of horse that you, that you can, it's disrespectful to not value work to not value effort, to not value sacrifice, as it is quite obvious the Laker front office does not at this point, is inexcusable. And so, you know, I, I think that you guys are both right. I think that Frank will be the first casualty of the season. And I won't be surprised if when the season ends up being the disappointment that it has been to this point, and there are a few signs that it will abate. I won't be surprised if Jeannie cleans house pretty heavily, that she basically says, look, this ain't working. The bubble championship was, I mean, I can understand why you would put an asterisk on it in terms of teams didn't travel. There was no home or away arenas, this, that, and the other thing. Everybody competed under the same circumstances though. And the Lakers were the best team. I don't think it deserves an asterisk. I can understand why people can make or would make the argument. Well, you'll hear this till the end of time. Yeah. It's, well, it's, the, Spurs, the Spurs deal with the same thing with 1999. Especially if you're in Boston. Whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boston can suck an egg. And feel free to write me, Boston. Care of Gerald Glassford. He tells me. Oh, thank you. I got all my negative fan mail from Gerald. Yeah, that I remember. Yes. All two pieces so far. So I'm not giving up on the season, but my hope for the season has got to such a low point that games like this no longer surprise me. Nope. Um, that's And that's that's the problem, is that this has become commonplace and that's unacceptable. You know, it's just wholly unacceptable. And you guys have made both stellar points. It's been a pleasure being on the podcast with you, TJ. Nice to meet you as well. Uh, I know how it's, it's, it's stressful right now to be like, because you're like, come on, man. Like all you got to do is show up. That's it. That's it. I think Laker Tom's shoulder that he got surgery for, I think it's hurting even more after a game like today. That's all I'll say. I mean, he probably is hoarse because he probably got excited during the comeback. Like they were really going to come he, he back. He probably hit the TV with his bad, bad shoulder. But yeah. don't do that, Tom. We, we, Please don't. Don't. don't do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> not worth the aggravation. It's no, not worth the aggravation. You know, mm-hmm. it's just not. This team isn't worth getting pissed off over it, uh, anymore. They're just not. I mean, it, if they had shown any ability <laughs> to date, of summoning an inner fire, but they haven't. So, you know, until they, they show consistently until they it's too late. 
Yeah, and not even and it's, and it goes goes games like this. You know, not just like oh man, this has happened a few times. This happens a lot. This happens yes. once a week where we have a spirited comeback in the fourth quarter against Memphis. We have a spirited- I mean, I'm expecting to be honest with you, like every NBA team at the tail end when it comes to maybe next week in Atlanta, them yeah. pulling something like that where they just don't show any effort because they're already been on a long road trip and they're on their way home. So a lot of NBA teams do that. Yeah, but right but- now on the second game of the road trip. I was expecting a lot better effort in the first half and we didn't get it. And that was the difference. That was the difference. So, yeah, I'll say this though, Jamie sweet and TJ, you've both been incredible on the show. And I truly thank you both for being on the program today. Once again, it's the Lakers falling short with a mad comeback, but again, they couldn't quite get over the hump and they lose one thirteen one Oh seven. They're now 23 and 24. And amazingly, in the wacky Western Conference, they are still seventh place in the Western Conference. I have no idea how they are still seventh place, only because the Clippers and Minnesota are still just as up and down as they are. But right now, they are still in seventh place in the Western Conference, 23 and 24. It has just been a great pleasure being on with these guys. But we'll be back on Tuesday night after the game in Brooklyn. We'll see what happens there. Again, no Kevin Durant. No no Kyrie Stop Irving. Stop stacking the deck. Stop stacking the deck. And we may get Anthony Davis back. Anthony Davis could be back for Tuesday because he was Don't a game-time decision today. So he's close. He could be back on Tuesday. Him. So we'll see. Don't give I feel like I'll be surprised. I'll be surprised if he's not back Tuesday. You, so you think he's coming back Tuesday? I think that's the only reason they held him out today is because they wanted to make sure that he was available for Brooklyn. TJ, you think he's coming back Tuesday? I do think he's coming back Tuesday. I just don't. I don't. Right. I don't know what to expect. I don't well, know when's what the to next expect. injury? When is the <laughs> yeah. next injury? Like, or that okay, he's yeah, gonna, yeah, he's coming back, and that's just going to save the season. Like right. that's exactly. We said we we're what twenty three and twenty four, right? Yes, yeah. that's forty seven games, games into the season. 47 out of an 82 game season with 47 games in. We got 25 games left, I think. 35 games? 35 30, games. Uh, 35 games left, guys. Coming up on two thirds of the way through the season. You are who you is, man. You, you are, are who you are, man. They are who they are. Oh, they my gosh. Oh, well, I'll tell you what. It's been great having these two guys on. They've made it very enjoyable for me in a bad Real situation. Super podcast, Thank you for... <laughs> yes, I know. With you both you guys stressing out, but it has been a good one for me, talking to you guys, trying to vent when it concerns the Lakers, because it seems to be an every other day occurrence. And with the Lakers, again, falling short 113-107. But we will be back on Tuesday after the game against Brooklyn. If you have any questions for us at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter or Lakers Fast Break at Yahoo.com, please check out the great stuff that they're doing today at Lakerholics.com, including Jamie Sweet's Five Things articles, including whatever Laker Tom can do with his offhand. I think he's trying to write articles with and doing posts on social media with his offhand, which is very hard. And I don't want to do that myself, but he's trying to. So I'll you know, hope he's feeling better out there. I want to thank so much everybody who's been joining us, from, whether it's on Facebook or YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts as well. Wherever you catch us, we do thank you so much. And we'll be back on Tuesday after the Brooklyn game, hoping for better things, keeping my fingers crossed, hoping for a return from AD, and maybe that'll spark the team for a better four-quarters performance. We can always hope. That's all we got now. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see this Tuesday. 
coming up after the game, and we'll talk about it right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. <laughs> 